Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. 29 straight wins, back-to-back national champions. What's that coming down the track? It's me, Machine in the Red and Black. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. you could be in the WWE. Wait, I mean, that happened. Pat McAfee. Yeah, great to be here. I mean, and we're using the stick mic? Yeah, well, the thing about it is uh, when you wear tank tops like uh, an asshole, uh, it's hard to put lav mics on, especially yeah. when you wear two chains. So it's been quite a task for the people here at Seaport. <laughs> yeah. It has been an honor to be in the same building that you guys are in. And also... You guys should see this set. It is gorgeous. Stephen A. deserves it, obviously. Oh, the, the temperature is perfect. Thank and you. Unk is about three times bigger than you think he is. <laughs> this dude is an absolute beast. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for the hospitality. And the Georgia fans. Uh, they you know, loved you. Well, there was they a whole. You until you said Alabama. They did not love me. you got to remember, the whole narrative all year uh, was that because my show came to ESPN, obviously we fired Steve Young. Mm. We fired all the people that were here and were great people at ESPN. It was my show's fault. And then on game day, David Pollock got let go. Uh. David Pollock, who I am a massive fan of, yeah, one of the greatest well. Bulldogs of all time, right. a dude who was very good to me. Obviously, I took his spot. So Georgia fans all year. Not necessarily the biggest McAfee fans. Now, with that being said, I was very nice to them. I was very cordial to them. But in the biggest moment in front of them all, it was a nice little reminder that, hey, yeah, you can go to hell, too, for what you said to me all year. You know, and then Alabama wins that. That's a huge ordeal. It's always better that way. Because Georgia wins that. I have to live with that forever. But it's only one biz, only one P Mac. College football. It's, it's very cathartic to yeah. tell people to go to hell. It's a very. It's okay, guys. That's okay. kind of my life. Okay, guys. It's kind of my life now. Disney morning show. Well, like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's keep it together. You're right. We're together. We're together. Completely together. You guys look so good together, by the way. Florida State is the first undefeated power. Five conference team to be left out of the CFP. Here's one of Florida State's most famous players on the committee's ruling. Coach Norvell did a great job of handling it and uh, speaking his voice. But you got to understand big market football. I mean, it, you're not going to have a college football playoff without Nick Saban, the, the, the godfather, and uh, the Alabama team. You, It's tough. Pat? Yep. Did the committee get it right? Okay. So Was this fair? It wasn't fair, but I don't think the fair and right thing are how the committee look at it. Okay. You know, because if you listen to anybody from the committee or even like Kirk Herbstreet, who's been the voice of college football for the last 30 years, he said one of the criteria, and I had to bring it up to make sure I say it right, is other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance right. is something that is judged alongside conference championships 
championship, strength of schedule, head-to-head. And if you heard Boo Corrigan talk all year at all, Boo Corrigan, obviously the athletic director at NC State. He's also the chairman of the College Football Playoff Committee. So he's from the ACC, actually. On Tuesday nights, whenever they would do the college football rankings reveal, he would literally answer questions to Reese Davis in a manner in which he was saying absolutely nothing. Reese would be like, well, is it who you beat? Is it how you beat them? Is it when you beat them? And Boo Corrigan, with a straight face, would look at him and say, we look at everything. Okay, who's eating what food the night before games? We look at that. When games happen, we're looking at that. Who's playing? We look at that. When the games happen, we look at that. If they won, we look at that. So basically, they made this criteria so that you can never really guess what they're talking about. You have no idea. In, In doing so, you'll never get it right, I don't think. But also in their eyes, you can never get it wrong either. In saying that, you saw the Michigan reaction. Whatever Michigan found out that they were playing Alabama any as opposed to playing Florida State. The whole room said, ah, damn. You actually heard it yeah. echo through the hotel yeah, yeah. in Indianapolis. And that is because Jordan Travis was the guy for Florida State. This is a bummer. I was very lucky to play on a team that represented the Big East Conference and went on and did things that nobody expected us to do. We are playing against the, the blue chip teams. We were up there. We were mixing it up. And if this would happen to a team that I was on or if I have a baby boy someday and my boy was on a team and this happened, I would be incredibly upset about it, so I understand that. But whenever you think about what the college football playoff committee is looking for, it's like I think everybody knows that at this point of the season, mm-hmm. Alabama is a better football team than Florida State. It's a shame that we'll never be able to find out if that's actually true on the field. But I think in everybody's eyes, except for Florida State people, that's how they think. Question. I agree. I, I, it, and I, we talked about it. We had this very topic. I said, I don't see a scenario in which Alabama beats Georgia and they get left at home. Mm-hmm. So you're asking the committee to leave two 12-1 SEC teams home. That wasn't going to happen. That is Nick And you have a one-loss team in there with Texas. Yes. So one-loss team from the SEC, no. One-loss team from the Big 12, yes. That would be an interesting with what we know about college football. Correct. And considering that is Coach Saban, he is the pantheon. If you're talking about Mount Rushmore, he's the first head to the left of college coaches. You're not leaving him in that program. So now you got three blue buds. You got Michigan, you got Texas, you got Bama. UW is an outlier, but they deserve because they beat Oregon twice and they won the conference championship. So I got no problem with that. And Black 12 better than ACC this year. I think yeah. we all, everybody that watches college football come is on, man. But all year. I, I look, I, and I get it. You're, you're absolutely right. You're supposed to be able to decide it on the field. They went 13 and 0. They won the conference championship. Yada, yada, yada. I get all that. But y'all going to need, hey, y'all going to need to take that Justin Timberlake and cry me a river somewhere else because I'm over it now. I'm all about Alabama. They moving on, and Alabama going to win this thing. So I don't care what seed. Mm-hmm. I don't care about no mustard seed, no grape seed, no sunflower seed. Alabama in two. You know, what makes me laugh about all of this, and I shouldn't say laugh. Mustard seed is what you yeah, yeah, Or grape seed, seed. Most or sunflower. He said mustard seed. This, this is the thing that makes me, it's like the, the hypocrisy. It's like all of a sudden we're talking about, oh, my God, how unfair this is. College football has been unfair to numerous teams throughout the years. It was unfair to Ohio State. It was unfair to TCU and Baylor. It was unfair to Central Florida. It was unfair to a litany of teams. I go back to Cardell Jones filling in when JT Barrett went down in 2014. Cardell Jones went out there and they beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing. 
all of a sudden they go to the playoffs and they win a national championship. Yes. You're Florida State. You understand. This isn't the first time we heard about style points. They knew something about style points. Once Jordan Travis went down, did you think it was going? you were going to hide behind the fact that you struggled against Florida? You was going to hide behind the fact that you struggled against Louisville? It was a 3-3 game for crying out loud in the second half. What are you talking about here? And then you got Alabama. So that's the number one ranked team in the nation that they're playing in Georgia. for the 29 SEC. straight. 29 straight. Back reigning two-time back-to-back national champions. We go to the SEC championship game. Not only do we beat them, but we remind everybody who we are because we're 11-1 and in SEC title games under Nick Saban, by the way. So we got all of that going on. And then the biggest thing to me, Pat, I kept saying this, and I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to say it to the cows come home. TCU got stomped in the national championship game last year by the SEC team. You can't risk having back-to-back years where somebody who clearly doesn't belong there on that stage is on that stage. Mm -hmm. And because Jordan Travis was out, style points were going to come into consideration. And that's really what this comes down to. You can't have a situation here where, okay, Florida, congratulations, Florida State, congratulations to them. But y'all, they had a second-string, third-string quarterback out there, you know. No, nobody wants to hear that. Right. When you talk about national championship, you want everybody with all their horses. Who are the best teams? And there's no way in hell that you can look at Georgia and Alabama, two SEC teams, and say neither we even one of them are a top-four team in the nation. Right. Impossible. And we, none of us agree that this is the right – way of doing this. Right. Like Should the, have been B- more teams. the BCS wasn't the right way to do it way back in the day whenever it was just two teams like 30 years ago and it's kind of apropos. The school that I went to, West Virginia, undefeated. But instead of getting in the national championship, Florida State got in the national championship. So West Virginia fans from way back still think that they were national champions from 30 years ago <laughs> when they didn't have an opportunity to get into the national championship. And it's like, so this has been the college football thing right? seemingly forever. It's like too many people with opinions, ideas, eye tests, all of that, because football is supposed to be figured out on the field. That's why the 12-team playoff next year can't come soon enough. Mm-hmm. And, Unc, when the 13th team, Yes, that's, exactly. that's the thing. Look, look, at, college, look at college basketball, Stephen. Right. Yeah. Remember, it used to be 60 14, yes. then it's yes. 65, yes. now it's 68. Well, here's and my we're problem. always crying come, about something. How come team? y'all never brought this up? They made the decision that we're going to 12 teams, right? But we have to wait until 22. So dumb. Why? I brought it up. Why'd you do it immediately? Well, watch your mouth. I brought it up on college okay, game I, day. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. I'm okay, sorry. Stephen, I, well, I just want to let you know. I'm usually watching you coax dudes into missing field goals and stuff like that. 100,000. And missing it wide left, wide right. You know, all of that stuff. Trucker, trucker this past weekend didn't even get off the ground. Wow. You know I mean? He got 100,000 points. Alabama beats Georgia. That's really a, a home game for Georgia. And I understand it's in Atlanta at the Mercedes Dome in Athens, but it's a 30-minute drive. So how many fans do you think Georgia had in the Dome? Yeah, well, whenever we were down in Athens, there was a concert in Atlanta, and I thought about making the drive. I assume a lot of Athens folks yeah, were in absolutely. Atlanta yeah. and doing that. Whenever Ohio State played Georgia – uh, last year in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. That was one of the loudest buildings I had ever been in. I think a lot of Ohio State fans traveled. They say that that SEC championship game is the greatest Nana. college football yeah. atmosphere of the year. Because you got, you, got, you got Alabama, that's a 90-minute drive, and you got Georgia, that's a 40-minute mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. So they're going to convene, well, and you're in, the, you're in Atlanta. You you're imagine in- I was there when Tua got, when Jalen Hurts got benched, Tua comes in, wins the national championship. That was Alabama, Georgia, in Atlanta, and by the way, for the national championship at the Mercedes-Benz, that was sensational. I couldn't even fathom. I couldn't imagine. College football, I, I've gotten baptized in college football, you know, right. the last two years with game day. Yeah. yeah. 
What a scene everywhere is absurd. I couldn't fathom whenever they started chatting that two SEC teams would not be in the college football playoff. Well, I mean, one. Listen, I went to to West Virginia. Okay, I'm from Pittsburgh. Shout out to all that. Um, And you think, like, yeah, college football is college football. No, I'm going to let you know. Just from being a doofus, yes. That has gotten it's a, a different it, animal. Because they didn't have pro sports down there. Yeah. So, like, Coach Saban actually told me one time about the why it is the way it is in the South. Yeah. It's like they had no pro sports. I think there was a time where literally nothing was happening except for their college football team. Yep. So you have, like, seven generations of fans all doing the tribalistic cult stuff. Yeah. And they're all in all, every weekend. And then, obviously, with the money that they have now with all that backing, it's like it's different down there. Yeah. And if there was no SEC representation, and I would say this before I got on ESPN, so this isn't just an ESPN line. It's like, that'd be a damn shame. That would be a damn shame. But Florida State, we understand why you're mad. You mm-hmm. Yeah. PMAC, you know what's a little different, too? When <laughs> Stephen A. does his A-list. Oh, I see it on the, TV all the but time. You, you are Here we go. <laughs> it's fluid. That's the right. list is fluid. No, no, no. Got to do it. Well, you got to do it Pat, right, Pat, can you stay and watch fluid. live in uh, person? I would be fluid. honored. And I you're going to give a grade? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, right. let's do it. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Ah, this is a special A-list! You know why? Because guess what? We was all over the bottom line. Is this? I got my man Club Shay Shay here now. He ain't got us getting his tan in LA, okay? He here in this New York weather, sucking it up with the rest of us. I got Sergeant Friday, aka Jeff Saturday, aka Sergeant Friday. He in the house and a special guest that start, decided to stay here just for me. The one and only P Mac himself, Pat McAfee in the house. Are you ready? Just keep this in mind. Only one rule. Let's 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 go to number five on the list, please. Give it to me right now. Bam! The Miami Dolphins. Why? The most explosive offense in the National Football League as far as I'm concerned, or top two, because I know there's another team I'm going to mention a little bit later. But the bottom line is Tyreek Hill's my MVP candidate. Two a tongue of a lower is nothing this knees at. Waddle's still around. Those boys can score. I understand their defense ain't the greatest in the world, but it ain't the worst. They're top five in the league, in the AFC East. Get the hell over it. The road to the Super Bowl in the AFC may go through South Beach. I might have to get down there for some football games. Let's go to number four on the please. Stand it to it. Fourth on the list. Bam! The Philadelphia Eagles. Why? You can't be the number one team in the National Football League. Host the game on your home turf against a team that is talking smack about you all week. Shows up to the game dressed in black for your funeral. Tells you they're going to do it. 
then gets on the field, pushes you around before the game even starts, and then promptly commences to whipping your ass. That's what happened to the Philadelphia oh. Eagles. That's why you got to go from number one to number four. It's just that simple. We know they're still damn good, but you got beat down this past weekend. You're lucky you didn't drop out of my top five. Let's go to the top three. Please. Wow. Bam! Whoa. The Baltimore Ravens. Excuse me. We're talking about Lamar Jackson. We're talking about OBJ elevating his level of play. We're talking about that kid Zay Flowers. And we're talking about a defense that has put everybody on notice. They got a bunch of rough riders. Dolphins don't have that, but they do. And they got Lamar Jackson. Excuse me. They're top three. They just ain't top two. Give it to me right here. Believe it. I got the Dallas Cowboys as a top two team in the National Football League right now. Because Dak. Is balling because CD Lamb is balling. Even Pollard is showing a pulse. Oh, by the way, the defense led by Micah Parsons, the modern day Lawrence Taylor. Those brothers are not joking, okay? We know how prolific their offense is. Against the Eagles, Dak is averaging 38 a game. They get, get we about to get up in them this weekend. We gotta give Dallas Cowboys love for the moment. It's fluid. Don't worry. It's the season progresses. But right now, I got them number two. We all know who number one is. Give it to me right now. The San Francisco 49ers. The best team in the National Football League. Top to bottom. Both sides of the football. Okay. You saw Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Debo, and you finished? know what that defense is. In. It's the 49ers, oh, okay. Cowboys, Ravens, Eagles, Dolphins. It's y'all. All right, all right, all right, all right. Today's going to be a real lot of fun because I got some serious judges here with me before we get this party started. The QR code is on the screen. We want you to weigh in. Give us your grade for Stephen A. We'll share those in just a bit. Just right. stop bouncing, bro. Stop bouncing. You want to go Come first or last? I'll go first. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So first you want to start with the delivery. Yeah, so the delivery I thought was fantastic. And Coach Saturday's point here with the bouncing and stuff, he's been bouncing for the last six months. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stamina, yeah. I thought he was going to gas out. Oh, Did yeah, you hear him early? No, no. Starting to get a little winded, yeah. maybe down there at the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, is he about to gas out? No. Too much juice on this particular A-list. Oh, Delivery was phenomenal. Thanks, he so looked God. great. I'd give so that much. an A for sure. Thanks. Now, on the flip side of that, I think the Dolphins' defense has looked much better over, like, the last three weeks. You've maybe, gotta, like, number one since week eight. Maybe. Yeah, but is that a stat? Yeah, maybe. maybe. So, ooh, <laughs> But I think with these five right. teams, you can't go wrong. I think even though it might be fluid and there might be some movement, I appreciate the fact that you put your pride to the side, too, and your hatred for Dak Prescott. You even gave him some love in the middle of that whole thing. You did. You're a hater. You're a hate. You're a hate. You're a hater. I'm not a hater. So I like what you did here. I'm giving you an A, and it was an honor to be here to watch you lose your mind through it all. Yes. Yeah, it was. It actually this- was. I can honestly say this is your best list okay. because we have oh, one word. one in five are exactly the same. We, we The middle is where we differ. I got the Dolphins at five. I put the Cowboys at four. I put the Eagles at three. I, I know they just lost, but they did beat the Cowboys head-to-head, and they have one fewer loss. I got the Ravens at two because I believe they're the best team, the second-best team overall in all of football. So I got 49ers at one, Ravens at two, Eagles at three, Cowboys at four, Dolphins at five. 
Prisoner? Okay, what, wait, what was your grade? I didn't hear it. Sorry. He gave, I gave him A. I gave him A. This is best one again. This is best he one. He said it last. No, this is best one. I'm only getting I'm better. I'm to think y'all, y'all are in cahoots. I'm stop I mean, all the people love each other. Dude, like, they see my answers, and they always go together. Oh, like, please. I, I dominated Why? early on. I dominated early on. And then they try to put this. By the way, by the way, man. Look here. When you put the Cowboys on up there and just try to troll your Cowboys, who's the Cowboys? They beat the Seahawks. Barely beat the Seahawks. They went from off your list to number two on your list, and you're talking trash about the Eagles. Excuse about me. the Eagles, who, by the way, beat Miami. What? Beat Kansas City. Okay. What? Beat Buffalo. What? Okay. Beat all. They got boat race and they look tied to four. They got boat race and they look tied. That you put up there. They got boat race. They look at tied and the list is full. Okay. They play a couple of weeks. I might change that up. Thirteen days. Slew in thirteen okay. days, and you put them over them. Right. No, no. Here's what you did. You went for your grade A by the nation. You know Cowboys fans. We're going to vote. Oh, oh pandering. No, you're pandering. You are a pandering. I don't know if you oh, know this, on, but he likes helicopter rides with the owner, too. Okay? Oh, so Jerry's playing. We get to the latter part of the season. We'll see a lot of guys getting together. A lot of relationships <laughs> more. You know they have a home playoff game, man. Oh, yeah. Home oh, playoff oh, game. Oh, oh, we funny. helicoptering from the airport. Yes. I know exactly how this is. What's your list? What's your list? What's your list? I know what this is. I'm putting the dog. I told you all this. I would put the Ravens at five. I'd put the Dolphins at four. I'd put the Cowboys at three. I'd put the Eagles at two and the Niners at one. Hey, that Eagles game was bad, though. Okay, so wait. What, I can't what's put the your Eagles grade? Two, right? It's going to be a wake-up call. Oh, it's a C. C. Oh, it's a C. That's an A. That's an A. That's an A. That's an A. Average. He's going to get an A, but that's an A. He went to the Cowboys. You and I know how this guy works. Come on, man. We know how he works. I mean, I got Harry's got his cronies down to Jerry. But you do have the Cowboys. You do have the Cowboys on the list, right? I do. Okay. They were off the list last week. They're on the list. But, like, this whole thing. He's such a hater, man. No. Jeff, Jeff Stanley has no objectivity when it comes to me. Bro, I just wrong. know the oh, way really? you were. I mean, you were. You say I hate on the Cowboys. Really? He's ridiculous, no. man. Coach, I mean, I feel like that, Coach. Come on. I feel like that, Coach. I gave him an A one time. I gave him an A one time. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. They're throttling you, Jeff. They're throttling you. Is that even I don't know if we can hear you right now. I don't know if you're connected. But let's hear what America has to say. All right, America, what's our vote here? We got two A's we got two we know this. to see. What I said. Oh. Oh. Ah. Proud of you, buddy. Proud of you. Today was there a we good go. day. There we go. What's up? Way to pander, What's buddy. You Way to do it. You paid me. That's, That's, That's what that is best friend yet. That was your best yet. Wow. That's right. Jeff Saturday has no objectivity, no, no. man. You're ridiculous. You know Cowboys fans vote. That's why you do what you do. I don't you know do. if people can hear you. You're disconnected. Cowboys van, fans vote. That's oh, yeah. why he Too goes for you. Jeff. Helicopter ride from Jerry. From Uncle Jerry. Don't be Jerry. jealous, man. <laughs> no, no. Uncle Jerry. He's going to give you a helicopter ride. He's going to go off the list. I'm after the trip on the yacht. That's what I'm after. Hey, that's a big ass yacht, too. He made that draft pick from that yacht like two years ago. Biggest flex of all time. All day. That's I can't believe they gave you an A, dog. I'm proud of you. That was A Friday. No. I'm proud of you. Thanks, so much. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. 
Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Quick takes. The Trojans are set to take on Louisville in the Holiday Bowl later this month, but they'll have to do so without their reigning Heisman winner, Caleb Williams. Williams widely expected to forego his senior season and declare for the NFL draft, where he's the projected number one pick. S.A., do you agree with him sitting out? Yes, I do. Absolutely. He's nothing to play for. We understand what this is about. If you're not playing for the national championship and you're a projected top pick in the NFL draft, you don't jeopardize that. This is football. One play can end your dreams and aspirations. No, I totally support his decision. CJ Stroud and the Texans are must-see TV Sunday. They took down the surging Denver Broncos in a game with playoff implications, but it didn't come without a cost, losing Tank Dell for the season. Jeff, do you like the Texans to win the AFC South now uh, or with the uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, his I status? Don't, I st- I'm still leaning towards the Jags. And here's the, their, their schedule is going to be favorable to the Jags as they go forward. Um, and I, and I, do, I think the, ja- the Dell loss to me for the Texans could be massive, right? Like you see the, the kind of electricity they produce offensively and the way that he has played for them. Him getting rolled up the way he did is unfortunate. Um, and I think the margin for error – for the Jaguars, it's probably a little more than it is for the Texans. Now, look, I love the Texans, what they've done. Uh, they got the Colts, I know. I mean, you know, so, so as, you're, as you're looking at this, as I look at the roster and, and the schedule going forward, um, I, I just think the Jags just hang on. I think, you know, look, I think Bethard went, what, 9 of 10 last night? Like, scored. If they make the field goal after Lawrence gets hurt, they win that game. I mean, you know what I mean? So, so like, as you look at it, he drove them down, got some got some yardage, got some points. I just think as I look at this football team, as much as I like the Texans and what they're doing, I think they'll be a, a runner-up. I still think they make the playoffs, but I don't think they win the division. But I, I think you will agree with me that Trevor Lawrence loss is a bigger loss than Nico Collins. For sure. No, you, you mean for Tank Dell. Tank Dell. It's a bigger loss. Yeah. It's a bigger How loss. long he's hurt will definitely – like, if he's out for the season, I would revisit my answer. But at right. this point, I don't think that's going to be the case. But if that was, it would definitely change. I like – I like because, like you said – but here's the thing. You know it's a lot easier for a quarterback to come off the bench and have success because they didn't prepare for that guy. That's right. They had no idea right. what C.J. Bethard and the play, the, the, the plays they're going to cause yeah. today. Right. So now we got some game film on him. We know what right. he's capable of doing and what he's not capable of doing. So we're going to build a game plan. I love, I, I love what the Texans have done with C.J. Stroud. For I sure. love the way they play. I think D'Amico Ryan's. He wins this division. He's going to get coach of the year, Ooh. and obviously C.J. Stroud right. is going to be uh, 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 offensive rookie of the year. Yes. But I like the Texans. I think they can overtake him. That Trevor Lawrence, it sends a, it sends a ripple effect because not only does it impact the AFC South, it impacts the whole AFC for sure. Because we, they had an outside chance. They. Were would have been the number one seed. Yes, had they won that game last night. Too. Right. 
clearly in the catbird yes. seat. I think the Texans can do it because I like Nico Collins and I like Noah Brown. Noah Brown has had some big games, yes. so he gets an even bigger role now with the absence of Tank Dale. Jacksonville's a good team, but bottom line, just what you said about CJ, they're going to have more film on him. They're going to figure him out, and it's going to be a different animal. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans, but part of it is emotional because I want to see CJ Stroud. Ooh. I mean, when you think about how bad this brother's has already thrown over for over 3,500 yards, Ball. you know what he brings to the table. He's a baller, no question about that. Nico Collins is no joke. And by the way, that defense showed me something against Denver last week when Denver was driving downfield and they ended up intercepting Russell Wilson to preserve to preserve that victory. And so you look at things defensively, offensively, the coaching, you don't see, even though obviously they're on the come up and you, there are some weaknesses, you do have losses against Atlanta and Carolina by a combined like four points or whatever, right. but you still lost to two of those teams. So that's not good. But in the end, when we look about Houston, when we look at Houston, since their own two start, what they like seven and three or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I, I know I'm not ignoring the coach. They've won four straight. Yeah. I'm just of the mindset that I'm looking at, at, at the Texans and I'm like, yo, CJ shout. I, he's just that dude. And right. I think this time of year, those quarterbacks that are those dudes step up and get it done. Texans got the Titans twice and the Colts once. And as bad as the Titans have played, you and I both know, like, in-division games yeah, they make it very difficult, right? And you got, a, you got a young team, right, in Houston, the way they play. I just think with the game lead that the Jags are playing with, as long as Trevor Lawrence comes back sometime reasonably, right? right. Like, it can't be the rest of the season, right. then I would agree. Right. But if he comes back in a week or two weeks and this guy has proven that he plays through a lot of injury, right. right? He's never missed a game. Like, this guy can go. I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence. If he gets back on the field, don't underestimate. Doug Peterson's a really good coach. Oh, for sure. Like, this dude can coach as well. So, like, he he has them in that seat for a reason, and I just think they can find ways with their defense and, and their running game. I think they find ways to hang around. To me, the Texans are a great story because of what C.J. Stroud has done. But they've lived on that edge, too, man. Yeah. Like, that interception on the Broncos. Right. I mean, Russell Two. Wilson, like, like, like. A little higher. Yeah, he, he, you know, like, like they, they have made some incredible plays. And, again, you got to give them credit, man. They're finding ways right. to win. But I just don't know that they can win as convincing. I, I just trust the Jags. And I think C.J. Stroud has an outside chance of throwing for 5,000 yards. Bro, can you no imagine doubt. throwing for 5,000 yards as a true rookie? Oh. He, he's, yeah. been, he's been better than advertised. I don't know. Oh, my word. I don't even know that. Texas thought he would be this good. No way. But he's been sensational. No way. And when you get that guy playing the way he does, it raises everybody's level of play because they see, man, we got a chance. Ain't no hoping. We expect to win when this guy's on the also right. get somebody fired because uh, because Carolina passing up on them right. to grab Bryce Young. Don't be surprised if that GML is getting himself fired. This is Tepper we're talking about. He oh, yeah. Good excuses. Yeah, he fired. fired everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you, you look at this. But it, listen, the, the, it's, it's the best story in the NFL right now is the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Rookie head coach, rookie QB, going to the playoffs, and they'll be scary in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Your point. This is what I would say about them. Most of the time, when rookies are playing quarterback, at the end of a game, you're like, we got them. It's the opposite. Now you got a rookie QB who you're like, man, you're holding on for dear life. Like, you watch this kid play, dude. There ain't no back down in him. He is lethal at the end of games, man. Yeah. And the way he plays, and to your point, if this guy's going, it don't matter who he throws You're it watching to. opponents aiming to keep the ball out of his hands. Exactly. You 100%. You usually want to throw it into the hands of a rookie. Yes. We'll get him. You not got, this dude. Nah. If you're the AFC South, bro, you're on notice. Like, this, yeah. this, this is a team that will scare you for years to come right. because of the way. And, by the way, they can run it. 
Like, make no mistake now. They can get after you, run the ball. Peter, they can run the ball between the tackles as well. They they can be physical, and, and you know the defensive side is going to get straightened out but yeah, because their head coach and the emphasis he's going to put on it. Dude did it in 49ers. He'll do it there. Give him some time. You realize we're talking about C.J. Stroud, and in the past we talked about, man, he's got the potential to help them, you know, or, you know offset or get over losing to Sean Watson a few yeah. years ago. You're looking at him now like he's Sur- going to be better. Surpassing. Ain't no sure. doubt. Sure. Ain't no better. doubt. For sure. Yeah, there is no doubt in my mind. Ace shortest MVP odds. And by the way, Trevor Lawrence has never missed an NFL start. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up. Hope he gets back. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back to the NBA. So when discussing who the greatest NBA player of all time is, there's usually two camps, right? Team LeBron and Team MJ. However, according to former Laker Trevor Ariza, the real answer is someone else entirely. Ariza gave his opinion on Club Shay Shay. It's a good podcast. You guys should check it out. Take a listen. To me, he's the best player ever. Wow! Yeah, he is. You got Kobe over Mike? That's just my favorite player. Right. But, I mean, Mike is in a completely different... He's by himself. Right. Um, But if I had to say... Kobe is the best player ever. LeBron James is the oldest, current oldest player in the NBA. I mean, what? I mean, Trev, you play, I mean. 1B. Kobe 1A. (laughs) 1B. What's up? Well, well, first of all, I'm confused <laughs> because he said Kobe's right, the best, but he did right. say Jordan's in the class by himself. Right. I was so about to say that. What, yeah. So is Kobe in the class by himself? Jordan's the class well, by himself. First of all, let's not let's not lose the comedic element of that <laughs> because Shannon, Shannon, do you see how exasperated Shannon was? <laughs> Shannon was like this. I invited this brother to be a guest. I appreciate him being on on, on, on my show, but but damn it, what is he talking about? But for me, 
Legs, I, I, I think in order for to have the GOAT conversation, I think you have to have criteria. Uh-huh. And for me, my criteria is you have to win three regular season MVPs and two finals MVPs. That's why Kareem, that's why Jordan, that's why Magic, that's why LeBron, Wilt, when we think of guys like that, that's why we put them in the GOAT conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it, the flair for the dramatics, Kobe and the shots, but it's, not, it's just not all about rings. You look at LeBron, a 13-time first-team All-NBA player, a 17-time All-NBA player, a tw- about to be a 20-time all, uh, uh, All-Star game starts. I think when you bring the uh, uh, all of it in its totality, that's why I have LeBron. But, you know, people like, okay, it's Jordan. And the guy that really never got any credit was Kareem because yeah. he had six MVPs, yeah. six championships. He was the all-time leading scorer until Brian uh, uh, surpassed him. I think a lot, a lot of this is, is like when you play with someone, you have an infinity, you have a, 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 a sense of loyalty. But for me – I think it's, it's, it's a two-man race for me. It's Jordan and LeBron, and I'm in Team LeBron's camp. I think finally, though, I will say this. At least there, to me, there are two guys that belong in the debate. It's LeBron and Michael Jordan. Right? That, it's worthy of the debate. I'm going to be with Jordan. I'm going to, you know, look, and part of it is personal bias. That was my played the era. And my whole career was the 90s. Yeah. This dude won six titles in the 90s. All right, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, it is a little bit personal because you see Which that. Which one of the real 23, though? You saw it up close, the one on the left. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate Mike ran that number of times. Honor me, I understand. He came into Washington and he picked 23 because I had just left there. I understand. He wanted right. to honor me. Right. We understand that. Listen, Mike, appreciate right. that. No, listen, that's where the debate lies. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever heard another player, really, or anybody say Kobe. Right. right. Have you? I have. Until he just said, but you're right, it made no sense because he said, listen, Mike's in a totally different class, but Kobe Bryant's the best player of all time. I don't understand where those two things go together. He disqualified oh, we the Kobe statement by where he put MJ. We, I'm going to ride with Jordan. We, we, we know that. I think you're in the same boat. I am. But at least it, it's worthy of the debate now. Well, listen, we understand. Uh, it was a very ignorant statement on the part of Trevor Reza. <laughs> now, let me say this to, to Trevor Reza, mad respect for him. 22 years in the NBA. Not many people could say that. And obviously there was a time when he was an elite defensive player. You know that. Um, and so you give him props and you give him his respect. And But this is a perfect example of why sometimes when you're asking players about stuff, you, you, you can't trust them. <laughs> you just can't trust <laughs> right. them because, you know, the, the teammates. Stuff. Kobe is not even the greatest two-guard of all time. It would be Michael Jordan. He's second to Michael Jordan. Secondly, his style so emulated Michael Jordan that since he came second to MJ in that regard, how could he possibly be the best? So that automatically disqualifies him. When we look at LeBron, even though we compare LeBron to Jordan, two different styles of yeah. play. You understand? LeBron is more of a playmaker. And more magic. An assassin. MJ's an assassin, but LeBron is a 27-point-per-game scorer throughout his career. You can't ignore that. You can't ignore his greatness, the four MVPs, the four titles, the 10 trips to the finals, all of these different things. Kobe Bryant, first time, first three titles, was with Shaq in his prime, who is arguably the most dominant force that we've ever seen at the big man spot, even though some people would say Will Chamberlain. So you look at it from that perspective. But I definitely think that when you talk about the GOAT, it's a three-pronged conversation. It could be LeBron, MJ, or Kareem in some people's eyes. To me, it's MJ. 
10-time scoring tag champion, nine-time All-NBA defensive team player, okay, with the six titles, undefeated in the finals, never allowed a series to go seven games in the finals, all of those different things. And here's what I would say this, and I, and I don't say this to throw any shade whatsoever on LeBron James, but I use it, Tim, to just draw a distinction between him and MJ. And this is why I can understand why some people would be mention Kobe, even though Kobe, to me, doesn't belong in that conversation. Here's the deal. LeBron James didn't win the first seven to eight years just like Jordan did it. Correct. Okay? But LeBron was considered to somebody to be somebody that was scared of the moment and had to mature into being that guy. That was never MJ. You looked at MJ. Bird called him God in gym shorts his <laughs> second year in the league. He dropped 63 at the Garden, even though he got swept in that series, okay, in the three-game series, yeah. okay? We see the, the migraine headache by Scottie Pippen against Detroit in game seven. You know, all of this other stuff. There were obstacles that had nothing to do with Michael Jordan. There were times that you looked at LeBron over the course of those first initial years, and his approach, his mental toughness came into question, not necessarily wanting and being shy of the moment. That is the mark against him. Now, since he's won titles, you could look at him. If you compared since he's won to MJ, it's a more of a compelling debate. The problem is leading up to the titles, you looked at who's going to help Jordan. With LeBron, you looked at him and said, are you scared? Scared to go to the free throw line? You scared? You scared? You scared that right. you ain't gonna make the free throw? Is that why you sit the shot the fall away shot instead of taking somebody that's so, so twice your uh, half your size into the post and taking advantage of them? That's the difference, and that's what people look at. I think the biggest thing is what Jordan did is that we harp on Jordan's record in the finals, and it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, but he was losing before he got to the finals. Where Jordan got credit for losing before he got swept in the first round, LeBron got criticized for losing in the finals. So only Jordan. Can convince That's not you. accurate. That's not accurate. LeBron, LeBron didn't get criticized when they lost to the San Antonio Spurs in 2007. We all knew that the San Antonio no. Spurs was head to show. No, but, 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 but just hold on. But, but you say that's, that's a part of what you call He got swept. He got swept. You tell me the team. Tell me the team that Jordan beaten in the finals that's comparable to the 17-18 Golden State Warriors. Okay. Oh, no, hold on. I want you to talk. I want you to talk because I think you said enough. No, that's yeah. and, and that, that 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 is a very fair and valid point. Right. That that question about who they who they had to play and who they had yes! to beat, it, it's a fair point. I think for me, where I where I've drawn the line, it has a lot to do with what Stephen A. just said. And I will go back to like LeBron in the finals against Dallas. Right? Yes. That okay. that moment. You can't you never uh-huh. seen up right. an athlete. Right. On like that level, that's why you said I said that, enough. That you guys go bring that way. up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was, it was, it was one of the most fascinating right. things I've ever yeah. seen sitting there courtside yeah. watching that game after game because it literally looked like a guy on that level that was looking at a defense saying, I really don't know what to do because he had lost all confidence in his ability to shoot a jump shot. Right. Now, how do I get to the rim of Tyson Chandler back there? I don't know how to affect the game in that right. way. It was kind of fascinating to watch, and that's what we're talking about, like, I don't think that could ever enter the thought process of Michael Jordan. Well, let me tell you something I don't think you'd bring it up, especially you, Mr. Black Hulk. I don't know why you didn't bring this up either. (laughs) It was considerably tougher, the style of play back then, the physicality that was allowed. There was a Jordan rule for a reason. The people were bringing this stuff up. Pat Riley decides to depart from L.A. a couple of years later. He comes and he takes over the Knicks. What does he do? He, it's Thug City. He got. Right. I mean, I'm not calling anybody. I'm talking about the style of play. Right. 
It old football, with basketball. Mason, Ewan, and all these brothers. It's the like, heat, yo, yo, we're we going to change it. No, no, that, that stuff wasn't allowed. I'm not saying LeBron could not have handled that, but right. don't get me wrong. I'm simply saying the brand of basketball that Jordan had to endure and maneuver his way through comes into play. The road to prosperity was far more difficult, and we keep forgetting that. You're talking about a team with Golden State led by KD, Steph, Clay. I get all of that, but I'm sorry. I'm going to forget Magic for a second. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp was no joke. Man, stop that, Stephen A. I'm not comparing them to Golden State. I'm simply saying the style of play combined with who they were and what the league entailed with Phoenix, with Barkley and Kevin Johnson. We keep forgetting Kevin Johnson, how bad that brother was, too. We keep forgetting that stuff. I'm just telling you right now, it was a lot tougher physically. Yeah. And Jordan wasn't 260 pounds. But see, what but you, somehow he took he took your will. They took LeBron's will in that Dallas and, series. And what you guys have done is that you've taken physicality with talent. Because someone in Detroit is tackling people, Miami Heat and the Knicks are tackling people, we thought that's beautiful basketball. But what did they do, Stephen A.? Tell me how they changed the rules when they started dragging Jordan out the sky. They started calling flagrant fouls. They cut the hand checking out because, nah, we want him to go everywhere he wants to go because we want him to be a, like a ballerina on wire. We wild. want Jordan to go anywhere he wants to go. Yeah. Don't throw your eyes at me like yeah, you right. That's what you ain't right. That's what Are you happened. kidding me? Yeah. You trying to tell me yeah. that Jordan, they made rules okay, easier okay, for okay, 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 okay. Are you testing okay, okay, this? Okay, I have to go to commercial. Could you imagine if you put Jordan on the court today, though, with the rules? The way that got another chapter. All right, one of today's first take specials is who will have more points tonight, LeBron or KD? What do you think, S.A.? I think KD. Yeah. Without Bradley Beal, it's him or Devin Booker that has to do most of the scoring. I'm going to yeah. go with KD. I agree. I think, uh, I, I think uh, KD will have more points, but I think O'Go James get that win. Right. You know what? I do so. I think the Lakers going to win tonight. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll get- Lakers? Okay, Knicks, Bucks? I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Got to be objective. Dame, Dollar, Giannis. Yeah. Giannis probably going to have about 35, 15, and 8. Dame will have 33, 7, and 6. Yeah. I think Giannis is going to have a triple double. I think it's going to be a tight game, but Milwaukee will pull it out. But Brunson's been balling, man. <laughs> He's been, ball. he been balling. Ball. Brunson's yeah. special. But he ain't been more against Giannis and Dame. Yeah, for sure. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.